Welcome to Finding True Spirit Connection. I am your host, Heather, and thank you for being here with me. My question to you is, what is your true spirit connection? That itch why your soul has come to this planet now. Take a journey with me, an in-depth look of relatable spiritual experiences through my own discovery of spirit connection as a psychic medium, energy healer, vibrational expert, and spiritual coach. Let's rock out together. Explore soul connection in the most unique way. Digging deep into finding true spirit connection. Heather here. Thanks for coming out with me, you guys. I appreciate you, like always. Happy Halloween. Oh my goodness. It's Halloween on this Tuesday. And I just want to say, hey, let's talk about this super amazing vibe of Halloween. What does thinning of the veil mean? As well as why is it so special to me? Halloween probably is my most favorite holiday of the year. And it's not just because my birthday is almost right on top of Halloween, but it's how I feel and what I feel around Halloween. And I just want to really just chat about it, how I see Halloween and what does it do with the core of the planet as well as the unseen world? How do spirits come down in the thinning of the veil and why do we see them so sensitively? Is that even a word? Around Halloween. So let's get started. Halloween, first of all, from this lifetime that I've lived right now, I am one day away from Halloween. I am the day or my birthday in my human body is the day before Halloween. And I was told in a very whimsical way from my family due to my family being very wide open with spirit and that kind of energy. They've always told me that this is when witches are born. <laughs> I actually believe it. Witches to me are, or Wicca, are like superhumans, honestly, and a type of energy that has been lost and is being refound on the planet as we speak. Witches or Wicca energy is the knowledge of the planet, how it vibrates, even like plant medicine, plant food. Uh, this is to spells, to knowledge of the unseen, to even like beliefs of, you know, energy that has been just forgotten. So I really want to say like my birthday before Halloween is super special. It also makes me a Scorpio, which creates this energy, or at least what they say out there, that Scorpios are very much about death and rebirth, but are also not afraid of creepy things and death. And I have to say, this is very much a trait I have, especially when I help folks see what they have to purge out of themselves with curses, with entities, with energy that is possibly a little scary to some other people. But for me, I find it intriguing and it just makes me understand who I am and what the unseen is even more when I come closer to that kind of 
weird energy. And I love the weird energy. It just makes me feel at home as well as obviously I've probably lived many past lives with this knowledge on board. And it always is fun to me to unravel and re-remember what I already know about the creepy crawlies, the weird, the entities, the darkness. And coming into Halloween, you know, in a Christianity point of view, it actually wasn't seen as a dark devil's night. At one time, it was All Saints Day. And All Saints Day was when trick-or-treaters actually used to come to door-to-door. And this is like thousands of years ago, or at least not thousands, 100 years ago, like in the 1800s, 1700s, 1600s, more into the European energy. And this is when they used to come door-to-door, the ones who were not as wealthy or well-off. And what they would do was knock on the door, they would get these honey cakes and in return, they would actually pray for your spirits or people who have passed away for you right there. So, I mean, it's so many twists and turns with Halloween. Previous to that, before they turned All Saints Day uh, or Christianity took the All Saints Day to a headline, it was Samhain, which is a very huge pagan festival kind of like a fire festival. It was seen as the end of the year due to getting all the crops in. And it's just was like a reset or like, a, well, it was sort of like a New Year's for us. But this in the pagan world was the end of the year, kind of breaking up the world into two parts or a calendar year of two, meaning spring, summer, and then fall, winter. And that's how they actually went with this type of festival. Yes, back in the day when the pagans were very much believing or felt or was very sensitive to spirit, to fairies, to that type of energy. This is where they actually had the gourds to scare off these different energies in their festivals, but also really just celebrate the end of the year. And that's where the Hen comes in. And I mean, I can get more into it, obviously, but in the nutshell, that's what it was. Moving into coming into the 21st century, right? Yes, it's kind of been marketed more as a moneymaker nowadays, but definitely in the 1920s and 1930s, it was more about the tricks than the treats. A lot of people tricking houses, decorating them, tricking people. Uh, And then really in the 1950s, the family element came into play where it was the trick-or-treating door-to-door. You go into groups, lots of candy, lots of type of um, costumes that were nicer. And these costumes have been running through this whole thing, whole Halloween, whole Howl Eves, whole Samhain type of energy. In the beginning, costumes and so on was used to kind of mirror any spirits that would have come in to the house to say hi or scare you and so what you would do is you would wear this costume that would mirror them or make you look 
like spirits so then they wouldn't think or they wouldn't trick you they would think that you are a spirit as well and that's where some of the costumes from Sawen came from or at least how they used that fast forward to now it is kind of an escape actually I like to see this in the 21st century Halloween time is that you don't have to be your real self on Halloween you can escape to a time where you can let go be free be something else do something else or simply honor you know if you like a certain thing that you're watching doing playing video games um interested in you can honor them as well so I really want to say like the magic of Halloween is very personable in these day and ages for you to just let go and have some fun moving into you know, I know when I was in the teens and 20s, I was trick or drinking instead of treats and more partying. And this goes way back to Sawen when they had the fire festival of celebration that they got the crops in, that they were getting ready for winter, that this was kind of the last festival before winter came and everything slowed down. And, you know, winter is about death before rebirth and rebirth is spring so it was kind of just a last hurrah of celebration and if you think about trick or drinking from now to even Sawen, it definitely is present in something that is very much being brought forward over and over again which is pretty unique honestly so let's get into the thinning of the veil like Have you heard this so much more these days? Like, my goodness, because everybody is so highly sensitive that everyone is talking about thinning of the veil so much. And let's talk about how spirits are felt more when the thinning of the veil happens. And let's talk about the Day of the Dead with the Mexican traditions, which I absolutely love with the sugar skulls. So thinning of the veil. Now, I do gritting, obviously. And I mean, I can go on some of the information out there. But the thinning of the veil to me is actually it has a orc rip or a kind of an essence in the template of Gaia. And it's kind of like a blip in the system or it was a crack in the system at one time, uh, possibly around 5,000 years ago creating this very thin energy right at this moment. And this is where that reset happens, right? When you go to the pagan Samhain, when it's the end of the year, and then it resets after the 31st into November 1st, and it kind of resets the whole earth to have another year or have a rebirth into starting rest first and then spring or rebirth into the spring. So really like the thinning of the veil is a moment about three days, the 31st, the first, the second, when the earth kind of switches over to the new cycle. Yes, it does have kind of a It's like a bit of a a blip, like I said before, which creates the shield or the vibrational protection dome, which is the Christ consciousness energy around the planet. And it shifts it over 
but it has to have this little moment before the next cycle begins creating this three-day thinning of the veil or thinning of this protection ripple. Now, spirit comes down from the fold of universe or heaven per se, and it comes into the thinning of the veil or the portal of this time, and it really creates this scene energy or you can see it or feel it more around Halloween. Our bodies also become very sensitive because it's the reset of the gritting system. So our bodies become highly aware, vibrationally different, and spirit and the human bodies kind of like meet in the middle, creating this connection or this awareness Yes, there could be creepy crawlies in this time, but also it's about spirit too. And for us to just be aware that the whole world doesn't revolve around our human dense bodies, but there is a whole lot of other unseen worlds out there that our bodies can detect. And especially for the ones who are a little bit more closed, Halloween gives you that opportunity to really, really feel spirit. So when thinning of the veil happens, this is correct. It is thinning of that protection veil before the reset. And it's really unique how the body even charges at that time to help it to go into the next cycle, which is into winter and then eventually spring and then summer, which is really cool. Now, the Day of the Dead utilizes this time. It's a beautiful holiday. It's been forever. And even through, you know, when Christianity or the Spaniards came into the Mexico, they still kind of kept that type of notion or that type of feels because, I mean, you can't fake this shit. When you're feeling spirit, it's happening. So the Mexican or the Day of the Dead is about remembering your past loved ones and how they go or how the kind of notion is if you forget your past loved ones in the afterlife then they disappear for good so day of the dead is about feast is about them going to their grave sites it's about uh, creating a beautiful flower pathway so then they can come and visit your home where you have your altar with their pictures and candles and by the way spirit is very connected or connected to the fire element candle so a lot of people, when they do have spirit or want spirit to come to their place, they do put that candle in the window. But definitely Mexico with the sugar skulls is all about celebration and honoring the dead, knowing that there's no creepy crawls over there, that this is the promised land and that there is an invitation when the veil is thinner to come back to your people, come back to the living as well as the living, having that door open to their past loved ones to remember them and see them and feel them even more because of the meeting in the middle of spirit and the human body. So very much Mexico has really, I want to say, captured the realization or the realism of what this thinning of the veil really means of honoring spirit that this was one of us or our people at one time and that it is not scary. It's very more truth 
of how the planet actually works and how we are supposed to honor the dead and not have this notion of fear, which we know by now fear is a taught emotion to us. And you really got to ask, where has this fear come from, right? Why is there fear when your body gets charged up and started to be very aware of spirit and the unseen? Why was there fear put in there? For us to fear our superpowers, for us to not be able to open that door of awareness. Like, you really got to ask that question. You know, if you think about even like some religions really do not want you to celebrate Halloween, hence my husband's from a Mennonite background, and they are very do not like this or frowning upon it, saying it's devil's night. But really, why is that there? Is it a program? Is it us to fear what we can be? I have to ask that question to those people. You know, why deny your superpowers and be fearful of it when you can possibly reveal amazing things about yourself as well as honor the dead due to them being a part of you? So I really want to say like Halloween is so special such a unique time for our bodies really to become amazing, clear, even truth, right? Like I ask you right today, because today is Halloween or after or whenever you hear this, really ask those super big questions around Halloween because it's not just about seeing spirit. It's about revealing truth of your own spirit because our spirit and our soul is charged to the unseen world or the five-dimensional world plus and really ask those questions on highly sensitiveness and they might actually tell you the truth back in the thinning of the veil energy on the planet around the 31st, the 1st and the 2nd and even sometimes the 3rd, which is amazing. But I really want to say it is totally a beautiful time that the earth is giving us a open window to really gain a knowing and knowledge of the unseen, how we could see it, honoring ones that we can see but know are there and to to become superhuman. Wiccan and witches are that vibration. They're very sensitive in how Mother Earth and Gaia evolves and changes and vibrates. And really, you have to ask too, why not? Why not utilize this time and become immersed into having fun, being truthful, and being highly sensitive when the thinning of the veil happens? Happy Halloween, everybody. Massive love and get out there. Even if you're not sure, just even sit with yourself and ask those really truthful questions within this thinning in the veil time. And it may actually reveal massive, clear truth and really bring that soul and your spirit up within and give you some peace. Have yourself a great day. Massive love. This podcast is brought to you by The Healing Hub, my life's work of recording meditations in one convenient spot, creating quantum awareness through meditation for your body and healing the spirit with charging one's own personal power. This Healing Hub is my heart and soul and my life's work. 
and it is one convenient app that you can get on your device. Check it out and for you to have a chance to access all my life's work.